Let's take one by one. Abstaining from killing. This is called Pana Atipata. Pana means being. Atipata means killing. Killing beings. Simply killing beings. Whatever beings. If you kill intentionally, unintentionally you kill beings. This is what is called intentional killing. Intentionally, volitionally, if you kill any beings, that is wrong according to the teaching of the Buddha. Beings, there are different kinds of beings. In our discourses, the Buddha has categorized different beings into four groups. There are four groups. We come across four groups, uh, four groups of beings in different discourses. Let's take these four groups. The first group, uh, the, the Buddha said, Ekaja uh, Dija. This is the group. Ekaja beings, Dija beings. Ekaja beings are once born, once born being. Dija are twice born beings. You know, once born are like humans. We born in the, the womb, from a womb. That is called once born. Twice born are those born from a, from the egg first and then from, from the egg. Egg, egg first and then from the egg. That is twice born. That is called twice born. So, egg is, egg means, it's a bean. Again, the bean comes out from the, from the egg. So, that is called twice born. So, whether you kill beans, born, once born bean or twice born beans, that is killing, according to Buddhism. So that is the first group, first, first group. Ekaja beans and Dija beans, once born beans and twice born beans. Then the second category is, you know this in, in the Metta Sutta. Uh, when we recite Metta Sutta, we recite Tasava, Tavarava, Anavasesa, Digavaye, Mahantava, Majjima rasa kanukatula, dittava eva additta, eta dure vasanti avidure, bhutava sambhave seva, sabde satta bhavantu sukitatta. This is how we chant. Tasava tavarava, two groups, tasa and tavara. Tasa means moving, moving beings, movable those who can move. And power means power established. They can't go. They, they can't move. But they are still, they are some beings. There are some such beings, uh, those who can't move. So these two different, of the two, uh, Tasa group is divided, Tasa group, they are in Tasa group, there are some other, other, Beings like diga, diga means loan, like snake, diga, digava, ye mahantava, mahanta means big, great, great beings, hmm? mahantava, 
Majjima, middle, uh, Majjima rasa, the small ones, Anukka, very tiny beans, Tula, very huge, huge beans, uh, Anukka, Tula, Ditta, those who can be seen, Aditta, cannot be seen, those who Dure, Tarave beans, near beans, those living near, Dure, Vasanti, Avidure, Bhuta, those born to this world, and Sambhaveshiva, this is very important. Sambhaveshiva means those coming to be born, not yet born, they come to the mother's womb, descend, descending, they are called descent beings. Sambhavesi. So all these beings, we categorize these beings not to kill like in some other religions. Some religious books, they are categorized to eat. But we Buddhists categorize these beings to extend our friendliness, loving friendliness, metta. That is the purpose of this category. So that is the second category. Then the third category is, third group is Andaja, Jalabuja, Sansedaja, Opapatika. Andaja, Andaja means born from egg, Andaja. Jalabuja, Jalabuja are those who are born in womb. Sansedaja are those born in moisture, like flies, mosquitoes. Then Opapatika are those who are born spontaneously, spontaneous beings. Those are another category. And the fourth one is, the beings are categorized according to their characteristics, like footless beings. Apad, they are the snakes, like snakes, apad, no, no food. Some beings, they, are, they have no food, apad. Then dipad, those who have two legs, two, two feet. Uh, chatupad, four-footed. Then bahupad, many, many uh, feet. Centipede, like centipede. Uh, you can say millipede or multipede, multipede beans. Hmm? Those are the, all those beans. All those beans have one common characteristic. What is that? They all die. They all die because they are born. As they were born to this world, they have to die. So, beans dies. Beings die. We don't want to kill. What we have to do? We have to let them to live. We have to let them to live. And let them to die naturally. We humans should not kill any being. We should let them to, let them to live and die. Because all beings, the Buddha said, all beings dear to life. All beings want to live, not to die. All beings want to live. Once the Buddha said to the king uh, Kosala, King Kosala, 
went to the monastery at, at the daytime, like noon. Uh, one day he went to the temple to, meet, to see the Buddha. It is unusual time for the king to visit the Buddha. So the Buddha asked, why this time? He said, Venerable Sir, my grandmother passed away. She was so fond of me and me too. I am very sad today. That is why I came. Then the Buddha said, Sabbe Satta Marishanti. All beings die. Sabbe Satta Marishanti. All beings die. Maranam Tanghi Jivitam. This life ends with death. Maranam Tanghi Jivitam. This life. Some people think that after this life everything finished. Uh, that, is, that is not the teaching. That is not what the Buddha said. Buddha said, this life ends with death. Not the sansaric life. You will be born again. Not everything finished uh, right after this, uh, after your death. So, sabbe satta marisanti maranam tangi jivitam. This life ends with death. Maranam tangi jivitam. Then after what happens? Buddha said, Yatha kamman gamishanti. Thereafter, what happens? You go further according to your karma. You will be born according to your karma. Whatever you have done, good or bad. Yatha kamman gamishanti. Punya papa palupada. Both, both wholesome and unwholesome. Follow him. Oha. Punya Papa Palopada. Because of that, Nereyang Papa Kamanta, those who have done unwholesome deed, they will be born in hell. Nereyang Papa Kamanta. Punya Kamacha Sugating, those who have done good deeds, they will be born in heavens. Punya Kamacha Sugating. Ah, therefore, the Buddha said, therefore, Tasma karaya kalyanam. Therefore, do good deeds, more and more good deeds. Tasma karaya kalyanam nichayam samparayaka. Punyani paralokasmim patitta huntiparina. Because good, wholesome, uh, wholesome deeds, it helps a lot in the next world also. Therefore, Buddha's advice given to this king was that. So, the that is, the here what I want to emphasize is that Buddha said, all beings die. All beings die. Sabbe, Satta, Marishanti. So, all beings die. Now, another, uh, in the Dhammapada, Dhammapada, the Buddha said, Sabbe, Tasanti, Dandasa, Sabbe, Bhayanti, Machunu, Atanam upamam katva na haneya na ghate. Sabde tasanti dandas. All beings tremble at rot. Punishment. Tremble. Sabde tasanti tasa is tremble. Shiva. Sabde tasanti dandas. Dandas. Sabde bayanti machunu. All beings fear uh, death. Sabbe bayanti machunu. Atta 
Upamanam Upaman Kattva, having compared yourself with others, Attanam Upaman Kattva, Na Haneya Nagate, neither kill, no cause to kill. Do not kill. Compare yourself with others, whether you you have fear, you tremble, you tremble with death uh, or not. And compare yourself with others, your life, do you dear to your life? If you dear to your life, it is the same that other, other beings. So therefore the Buddha said, do not kill. We Buddhists should not kill. If we kill beings, our metta is incomplete. We, how can we how can we extend metta by killing? It is like like war and peace. You talk on war. Uh, you are you are in imagine in war and you are talking on peace like that. Where there is war, there is no peace. Hmm? So where there is no metta, there is killing. Where there is uh, killing, there is no metta. We have to extend metta, love and friendliness to all beings. May all beings be well, happy and peaceful. That is how we say. Hmm? We have to extend metta instead of killing. So as Buddhists, we should not kill. That is our first precept. Actually, this is not only for Buddhists, for all cultured people, all civilized people should take this. Because this five, this precept, five precepts are not only for Buddhists, five precepts are for all cultured people, all civilized people. So, civilized people should not kill. In the Dhammika Sutta of Sutta Nipata, Buddha said, Pānaṁ nahāne nacha ghātayaya nachānu janyā hanatāṁ paresāṁ. Pānaṁ nahāne, do not kill. Nacha ghātayaya, do not cause to kill. Do not ask somebody else to kill. Nacha ghātayaya, nachānu janyā hanatāṁ paresāṁ. Do not concern do not approve others to kill. So you do one should not kill, should not ask anybody else to kill for him, or should not concern, should not approve killing. Three ways. If we do, we break the precept. In the Vasala Sutta, the outcast, the Buddha said, Ekajangva dijangva pi yoda pana nihinsati yasa pane daya natti tanjanya vasalo iti ekajang once born being dijang twice born being whether ekaja or dija whether once born beings or twice born beings yoda pana nihinsati whoever punish whoever uh, kill beings, 
योध पाना हिंसती दया नी हैव नो कम्पेशन नो सिंपती टूवर्ड्स बीन्स जस्य पाने दया नी तंजन्या वसलो दोसा नो दोसा दउटकास्ट so this is how the buddha said again in the panatipata sutta in the anguttara nikaya numerical discourse uh, where buddha said kilin cost to kilin and concerning and appreciation these four all these four are wrong if anybody uh, do this they will be born in hell this is how we have to understand pana atipata pana atipata means killing beings any being then let's take the second one that is adinna dana adinna means what is not given adinna dinna means given adinna means not given adinna adana You, you grasp, you take what is not given. Whatever is not given should not be taken. That is the principle. Uh, whether it is, it is said, Gameva Yadiva Ranye, whether it is in the village or in the forest even. If it is not given, it is not to be taken. If one takes that, that is what is called stealing. that is adinna dana we have to practice adinna dana because when we practice adinna dana we do not we do not take what is not given but we practice giving generosity the opposite of refrain in this is practicing generosity you know of these all these precepts we all the time say vera mani vera mani refraining refraining panatipata vera mani i refrain from killing i refrain from stealing i refrain from sexual misconduct like that refrain that is the that is only one aspect that is the negative side refraining that is not enough there is a positive side that is the observe observing we have to observe precept when we observe precept First precept, panatipata. We refrain from killing. Instead, we extend loving friendliness. We support. We res. We treat beings. Whenever we see some beings are in troubles, we treat them. That is the positive side. And the, the uh, refraining from taking that which is not given is the same. When we refrain from that. we practice we don't take what is not given but we give others we practice generosity that is the purpose of uh, refraining from taking that which is not given uh, this is one of the grave offenses to monks and nuns if the monks and nuns uh, take what is not given it is a grave offense it it depends on the the size of it and like 
if it is something like to be imprisoned, to be expelled, uh, deported like that, in such a case, the monks, it is a grave of offense for the monk, for a nun. So, however, the second one, we have to understand that we should refrain from taking that which is not given. The third one, uh, this is quite controversial one. Most people do not know what what this this uh, precept is exactly. According to the discourses, I am I am explaining this according to the discourses, according to the very word of the Buddha. This is called Kameshu Michachara. Kameshu means plural. Kama is Kama is singular. Kameshu, when you use Kameshu, that is plural. Kameshu Michachara means sexual misconduct. Su means plural. What is what is this plural? Sometimes you might have heard that it is the sensual misconduct. Sense. We have senses. Six senses. If you if you uh, use your senses in a wrong manner, that is what it is. That is what is called Kame Su. Can you understand that? Kame Su. This is not exactly what the Buddha said. Sometimes you might have heard this. Kame Su means these senses. You are gratifying your senses, that is misconducting. Uh, you, you use your senses in wrong manner. That is what is called sexual misconduct. This is not sensual misconduct. This is sexual misconduct. This is the precept. When you go to the precept, it is sexual misconduct. What, what it is? The Buddha has uh, explained this in several discourses. In society, there are different kinds of uh, women. Women are categorized into ten, ten groups. There are ten types of women in society. If anyone have uh, any sexual relation with such a woman, that is what is called sexual misconduct. Let's understand the ten kinds, ten groups. Uh, ten kinds of women in society. Buddha said, there are maturakkita. Buddha said, maturakkita, piturakkita, maturakkita, baturakkita, bhaginirakkita, jatirakkita, gottarakkita, sasamika, saparidanda, antamaso, malaguna, parikkita. This is how the Buddha said in Pali. This I know this is Greek to you. You can't understand this. Let's understand in English. Matu Rakita means there are some women in society uh, protected by mother. Take take care uh, by mother, right? Like daughters. Protected by mother. Women protected by mother. So Matu Rakita, Pitu Rakita, protected by father. Matu Piturakita, protected by parents, mother and father. Matu Piturakita. Then protected by uh, brother, Baturakita. Then Bhagini Rakita, 
protected by sister, a sister. Bhadurakita, Bhaganirakita. Then Nyatirakita, protected by relatives. Gottarakita, protected by certain community. Gottarakita. Then Sasamika, those who have a, a husband. Sasamika. Saparidanda, those who are under punishment, like uh, prison, in prisons. Then finally, uh, Antamaso, Malaguna Parikita. Some, there are some women, like uh, they have a, a sort of garland or any sort of sign. Like so I have seen some, some women, they, uh, they have a mark, red mark here on the top of their head. They have red mark. It shows that she is engaged. If, if anyone have sexual relation with one of these women, that is called sexual misconduct. That is how the Buddha has defined this. So, this we have to understand. The Buddha said in the Dhammika Sutta, Buddha said, if, if you cannot lead a celibate life, uh, try to avoid associating uh, with others' wives. You see, this, this is how, how we have to understand that. So these three. Now, to understand this further, uh, these three factors, have three factors to understand this, let's take another sutta. In that sutta, Buddha explained this. Uh, Buddha once Buddha visited a certain village named Sala. The name of the village is Sala. When the Buddha visited this village, the people of the village, Salayaka, those people, they heard that Buddha has come to their village. Whenever the Buddha, wherever the Buddha visited, their good name spread all over. The people talk about Buddha those days. Because they knew the Buddha, uh, his good name was that he was, uh, he went forth from home to the state of homelessness from Sakyan's clan. At the prime age, he, when he went forth, his head hair was black. That is how the people said. Still his head hair was black. And he went forth. And he led a very uh, pure life. And he attained enlightenment. Now he has very good qualities. They, they talk about the qualities. The Buddha is Arahang, Samma Sambuddha, Vijjacharana Sampanna, Sugatta, Lokavidu, Anuttara Purisadamma Sarati, Satha Devamanusanam, Buddha Bhagava. They talk about these qualities. How many qualities? Nine qualities. These are called great virtues of the Buddha. Nine great virtues of the Buddha. It is, it is better we understand these nine great virtues. Let's understand. Let's take few minutes to understand these nine great virtues of the Buddha. This is how we develop our confidence, shraddha. You know, when you, when you uh, understand these qualities, you can develop your shraddha. 
do you have confidence in the Buddha? If you know the qualities of the Dhamma and the Sangha, then you can develop your Shraddha, confidence. So let's understand these nine great virtues. These nine great virtues are like huge waves in the ocean. The Buddha's qualities are immeasurable, unfathomable, like the waves in the ocean. You can't count. But the huge one, perhaps huge one you can count. Now one, two, like that. You can count, see in the huge waves, you can count. Like that. The Buddha's qualities are condensed into these nine great virtues. What are the nine great virtues? First one is Arahang. Araha means, there are several meanings. The first and foremost, the Araha means worthy one. He is worthy. He is worthy to receive our veneration, our gifts. All beings, whatever we offer to him, he is, he is worthy to receive. So Arahan, one of the meaning of Arahan is uh, worthy to receive. Araha. Then the second meaning is he broke he broke the hub of the cycle of sansaric uh, cycle of birth and death. That is called sansaric chakra. You know, sansaric chakra means we are born again, again and again born, die, born, die, right? That is called sansaric chakra. This chakra, the chakra has a has the uh, hub in the middle. If you break the hub, there is no place to fix the spokes, like a, like a uh, wheel of a chariot. Take the wheel of a chariot. There is no place to fix these uh, spokes. So he broke the hub of the sansaric chakra. Therefore he is called Araha. The third one, he destroyed all enemies. Enemies means defilements. His defilements. He destroyed all defilements. Therefore, he is called Araha. And the fourth meaning, he did not do any evil, any unwholesome deeds, even in secret. Ah, these are the different meanings of the term Araha. Let's take the second virtue, Samma Sambuddha. Samma Sambuddha means self-awakened one. Buddha's awakening, Buddha's enlightenment is not something given, given from, from other person. This is within. Buddha realized Dhamma within. So therefore he is called uh, self-awakened one. Buddha awake, that awakening is a self-awakening. So Buddha is called self-awakened one. Samma Sambuddha. Then Vidya Charana Sampana. Vidya means knowledge. The Buddha had different knowledges. Unparalleled, he had unparalleled six knowledges. So different knowledges. And he led his life accordingly. Therefore, he is called Vidya Charana Sampanna, endowed with knowledge and conduct. Vidya Charana Sampanna. 
Then the next one is Sugata. Sugata means well gone one. Well gone. The Buddha well gone where? Well gone to the attainment of enlightenment on which the path, the noble eightfold path. So he is called well gone one because he, he uh, went to the to attainment of enlightenment. He followed the eight noble eightfold path. Therefore, he is called well-gone one, Sugata. Sugata. Loka Vidu. Next one is Loka Vidu. Loka means world, universe. Loka Vidu means knower of the world. Buddha knew the whole system of the world, this whole universe. Buddha has talked about thousands, thousands of world systems. Uh, Thousand world system, twice a thousand world system, thrice a thousand world system. He has talked about this. Different world system. Uh, therefore, he is called knower of the world. Loka Vidu. Next is Anuttara Purisadam Sarati. Anuttara means unsurpassed. Unsurpassed. Supreme. Anuttara, Purisa Dhamma Sarati. Purisa Dhamma Sarati means the supreme trainer of persons. Trainer, supreme trainer. Buddha is the supreme trainer of persons to be tamed. He tamed several persons like Angulimala. You know Angulimala who had the finger garland. Angulimala, Alavaka. Upali, Satchaka, those people were tamed by the Buddha with his word, compassionate word. He did not use any sword or anything. That was only through his metta, karuna, compassion, eh? metta, loving friendliness, and karuna, compassion. So, that is why he is called Purisha Dhammasara. Then, Sattha Deva Manusana. Satta Devanusana means he is the teacher of gods and men. Buddha. Buddha means the one who bloomed the flower of wisdom. Buddha. He developed his wisdom. The last is Bhagava, the blessed one, or the one who broke all defilements. These are the means. So these people talk about this and then they wanted to see this Buddha. They all went to see the Buddha. And when they went to see the Buddha, uh, they, uh, some of them paid homage to the Buddha and they sat aside. Some just joined their hands from far and uh, uh, extended their hands. They showed their, their reverence. And some people, they pronounced their name, they said that no, I am so and so, like... And some, some people, they just greeted with Buddha. And some people simply kept silent and sat aside. This is how the people do. Even today, when they go to a temple or to listen to a sermon, they do like this. Uh, different uh, characters. They do different things. So, when they went there, they asked Bhante, Venerable Sir, what is the 
reason, what is the cause for some beings after their death are born in hells and some beings after their death they, they are born in heaven. What is the cause? What is the reason for this? Then the Buddha said it is because of uh, unrighteous conduct. Beings are born in hell. It is because of righteous conduct they are born in heavens. When this was said, the people, those people said, we cannot understand this. Could you please explain further? Then the Buddha explained them that there are three modes of conduct. You know these three. Uh, the bodily conduct, verbal conduct, mental conduct. The Buddha said, those who lead the righteous life, they refrain from uh, unwholesome deeds. So bodily conducts are uh, bodily good conducts are refraining from killing, refraining from uh, stealing, refraining from sexual misconduct, refraining from uh, poor speech, malicious speech, harsh speech, frivolous talk, and uh, covetousness, ill will, refraining from covetousness, refraining from ill will, and uh, refraining from uh, wrong views. Those are called good conducts. And their opposite are the bad con conducts. So those who do, those who kill, those who steal, those who sexual misconduct, those who uh, uh, use false speech, malicious speech, has speech, frivolous talk, those who have covetousness, ill will, wrong view, they are born in hells. And those who have good conduct, they are born in heavens. That is the Buddha said. So, when this was said, the Buddha further said, if one refrain from killing, uh, stealing, sexual misconduct, these ten wholesome, ten wholesome things, wholesome conduct, if one wish to be born uh, with noble ones, that, that is possible. Buddha said that is possible. If one wants to be born in noble Brahmins, well-to-do Brahmins, that is possible. If one wish to be born in heavens, like uh, there are six heavens, Thavatins, Yam, Tusit, uh, not Thavatins, uh, the first one is uh, Chatum Maharajika, Thavatins, Yam, Tusit, Nimmanrati, Parnimit Vasavati, six heavens. So, if anyone wish to be born in these different heavens, it is, Buddha said, it is possible. If one wants to completely cut off these uh, defilements, completely eradicate tames and attain Nibbana, attain enlightenment here in this world, that is possible, if one follow these good conducts. Because, you know, at the end of the uh, ten wholesome, where we end? That is right view. 
if one has right view what happens we have right concept right thoughts then right act right speech right actions right livelihood right effort right mindfulness right concentration then right knowledge right liberation you see that is how one can attain enlightenment if one leads the good conduct if one leads a righteous life one can attain enlightenment here in this very world that is how the buddha said they all became happy they all were elated by the teaching of the buddha and they all uh, became the followers of the buddha they went to the uh, refuge of the buddha dhamma and sangha this is how friends the buddha explained this good conduct the uh, today our topic was the right action right action samma kamant so if we refrain from killing stealing and sexual misconduct we can lead a happy peaceful life in this world and as we if we are practicing this dhamma in this very world the buddha as the buddha said in this very world we can attain ultimate happiness of nibbana may we all attain ultimate happiness ultimate bliss of nibbana sadhu 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 thank you for listening to learn how you can support the teachers and dharma seed please visit dharmaseed.org/donate